Come chat with Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats, as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Consignment Chats. How you doing? Awesome. I know. Right. You know, I got to tell y'all something starting out, because every time I edit these episodes, I'm always like, hey, y'all, da, 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 and you always go, great. Hi. <laughs> it's in our wave. We, we're Libby and I are still trying to figure out how we're gonna wave because we both seem to wave the same sometimes, and then so the next time we're like, wait, I shouldn't wave like this. I should wave, and yeah, at I least that's have, what's going on in my head the whole time. I edit, listen, and think I am such a wackadoodle. I am like, <laughs> so, and y'all are like, yep. Mm-hmm. I forget and, there's podcasts. Yeah. Some people don't see it. Some people don't see it. They listen and they're like, those girls think Molly's crazy. And they would be right. Anyway, listen, episode 123. We need to talk about platforms because I keep seeing new stuff and I keep looking at these platforms and I have not personally jumped over too many of them. And I really like it when we do a breakdown. And I know a lot has changed because I know in the beginning, some of these came about saying they were only specifically going to focus on a certain thing. And over time, they end up doing it all anyway. So I I don't know who does what. And I I need, y'all need to, y'all need to fill this out because when I'm on list perfectly using that share thing and I go look and I'm like, who is this? Where did this app come from? (laughs) Like, I don't know some of them. Am I missing out? Right. I mean, I, I don't want to miss the newest, greatest. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm an eBay person, but you know, who knows? Right. Something will come out better than eBay. But so far, after how many years now, I still stick with eBay as number one. Can we do so our ladies, disclaimer here? Can we do our disclaimer was, here first? Samantha's getting nice. ready. I'm getting ready. Do it. Stop. Him. And listen to our <laughs> disclaimer. Stop, collaborate, and listen. I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Don't give in to the FOMO. It's okay to have that that missing out because you should just be doing one platform at a time. Perfect that platform, move on to the next one. If I were to look at List Perfectly and if I were to look at all the platforms out there and all the things, holy moly, there's a bunch of them. But a year ago, I was only on Facebook and eBay. And then I've, I've now added Poshmark and Mercari this summer, when it's a more slow down time period, I, I'm going to start with Etsy if I'm in a good spot to start Etsy, but do it in stages. We're going to talk about all different platforms, all different things, things we've tried, things other people have tried, but do what works for you in stages so you don't overwhelm yourself. Because if you're not doing it in little parts, you're not giving your all to these platforms and they're not going to work for you. Right. We are going to drill this into your head the whole episode long. I'm just <laughs> going to keep drilling it in your head. Pick one and master it. That's going to be the drill. Nice. So where do we want to start? <laughs> Let's know. start with eBay. Let's just start with eBay. Let's, Let's get it out of the way. Because I got nothing to say after that. No, I'm Our just true kidding. love. <laughs> I love that we all just kind of looked at each other like that was a real good preach soapbox. Hold my hand. That's great. (laughs) So we'll start with our primary is eBay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to put in real quick the reason we like to start with eBay is because it is the most difficult, nowhere near impossible, friends, because I can do it 
difficult platform to learn. And once you master it, the rest are easy. Go ahead, Libby. I want to throw that little bit in. And they're huge. Right. Your reach is, is great. I love when people say they want to start on eBay because, you know, they're, they're starting with the most challenging one, but once you master that, you'll be pretty much set for any platform you're going to sell on. You will have done it. You will have gotten positive reinforcement because you will have sales because of the larger audience. So I always get really excited when people say they want to start on eBay or they're just, you know, mastering their eBay business right now. Uh, largest reach, we got international. Um, you can add international quite easily. And we'll be talking about that. Uh, go back and listen to our uh, May live recap because we're going to be talking about, we talked about uh, different international things. So you can experiment with that. You can play with that in a safe and easy manner. Um, what else? You can do local. We do a great episode on local sales. I hear a lot of people say they don't want to get into all of that and local pickup on eBay, but Guys, you're missing out. You're missing out if you're not. Sorry. We have somebody who masters local pickup, right, Samantha? I mean, we know somebody who does a lot of local, and I'm all for it. I did a local international pickup the other day. I had a guy from Canada come over and do a local pickup with me. All right. Mm -hmm. I want to know how many people out there can say that. Say that one more time. A local international pickup. I I did one. I did one too. International pickup. I did, but they picked it up and it was going to the Dominican Republic. And they took care of, they took care of the shipping and everything. So they picked it up. They had movers pick it up and they load up, I guess, like a cargo um, ship. And once that's full, they move it on over to the. Somebody, the company picked it up for the people who bought it and shipped it over. I don't know. They they organized it. They the purchasers like somebody picked it up from me and it went to that place. Yep. So, but Samantha's was different because the actual buyer showed up at your house or wherever you met them. Yes, we met him in a a parking lot. So y'all, that's two different ways we got international there. Two different ways. Yeah. And local. That's crazy. Local. That's crazy. And all I did was list it like any other listing on eBay, and these people come to you. So I think, I think it's a great place to start. There's very few limitations on what you can sell and there you have it. I mean, I'm not saying it's always the best platform for things. Maybe you're going to have better luck with certain items on Etsy, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, but I am saying it's a great place to start and you can pretty much do anything. I have Mm -hmm. a quick question because I'm going to play the new person and I look at eBay and it freaks me out. I see all these crazy things going on. What is the number one way, the easiest way for me to start if I were somebody who knew nothing about eBay? Uh, Snap some pictures and put the listing up. But are there places I can learn what I'm doing? I mean, they have their own uh, eBay Academy. You can check out our episode on getting started. It's, yeah, it's pretty simple. In fact, I have to say I'm kind of proud, but kind of disappointed at the same time. So my son has Mm -hmm. a bunch of items he's selling to buy a new drone, right? So he opened his own eBay account. He put them up there and he's like, what do you think? I was like, oh, you didn't ask me for advice. Like, <laughs> but he literally 
just decide it. And, you know, two hours later, yes, he's my son. Had uh, camera equipment, drone, um, Pokemon car, and and just, just, he just jumped in and figured he figured out as he goes. And your son is how old? Let's let the listeners Well, know. he's 18 now. He's 18. 18 going on 32. Let's keep it and, <laughs> and this isn't just for some little toy drone. He has his license for yep. flying drones, correct? Yes. Yes. Yep. He has a commercial drone license. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ah. So listen, it can easily be done. But if you are scared to go out there and do what Avery did and just jam on it, we got you covered. We're here for you. We have episodes out there. eBay has a lot of ways to help you. Do not shake in your shoes. Go and jump in our consignment chats community. We have sellers on all the different platforms in there. Um, feel free to add your eBay specific questions in there. If you're just, mm-hmm. just getting start, I mean, we have all sorts of questions and all sorts of perspectives and oh. it's right. so exciting to help somebody get started. Like that first cha-ching and when we hear about it and we get all like proud and happy. Yeah. Okay. And just remember that it's not scary. There's parts of it that seem scary. Business policies seem scary. Shipping seems scary. But we'll walk you through it. You just have to get that first listing up and then we'll go from there. Like it's it's not that bad. And you can do it in steps. Just like we said, different platforms should go in different steps. The platform itself should go in steps. I just changed my shipping policy after being on there full time for a year and a half. I am finally comfortable enough to get off of calculated shipping and go to different shipping. So that's a whole nother ballgame. That's not for beginners, but it takes steps. Steps and steps can easily walk you through. So before we move on to the next platform, because I got an intro for that, but I was just sitting here thinking that even in our Patreon group, in our private group that we do on the community, we did list of Paloozas and had one of our newbies that just opened her store, sell her very first item in the list of Palooza once and got her first Kaching, which was huge. But today in our Patreon mastermind meeting, that came up again and Libby got a little teary-eyed. I mean, that's how much we love seeing our sea chatters find success. And woo, way to go. If she had knew then the goals she would be spitting out now, Holy moly. Right? I mean, boom, boom. All right, y'all. We got to move on to, I feel like this needs background music and I don't have it. Where's Doug when I need him? We are going to talk about the boyfriend you can't break up with. We are going to talk about the one we try to leave over and over and over because his breath stinks and we don't want him. He shows up chewing gum with roses and dadgummit, we take him back. Let's talk Poshmark, please. Please. You know, I, I think I think it's not going to be long um, until somebody from Poshmark starts targeting me or coming after me <laughs> because I've got I've said this so many times about it being the bad boyfriend. Oh God, there are so many people that absolutely love Poshmark out there. Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. reasons why. I mean, I I find Poshmark. And I, and I hate to say it because then uh, you, know, you do you people. I, I don't need to c- encourage you one way or another, but I really do like to see people start on eBay first. But Poshmark is such a simple way to to go. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it. I think a large majority of people on Poshmark, at least from what I see, are 
you know, moms at home who just clean out their closet and want to just toss stuff up for sometimes yard sale prices. Um, but a resellers use it successfully too. And there are yeah. different ways you do that. Um, I think I find I'm being very honest and if I need to cut this out, I will. I do find a constant price battle there because we are a consignment business. Therefore, we are trying to get the most for our consigners and putting quality items out there. And so you are battling the lowball offers that come because so many people don't do this as a reselling business or a consignment business. They're just clearing out their closets mm -hmm. and just trying to give it another home. And there's a lot of good to be said for that. That's great for the environment. I'm all for it. However, <laughs> it does sometimes make it difficult for us as actual businesses over there. Yeah. So a way that I battle that because they do have higher fees and there is more of a race to the bottom of, of clear out type prices. Um, almost everybody wants a discount on there. You hardly ever sell anything at the face value price that you put on it, but I mark everything up. If somebody Google searched the item they're looking for, or even my title, they'd probably see it for three different places, three different prices on three different platforms, mm -hmm. because I will do that to make up for, I know that things are going to get offers no matter what I price it at. People are going to want offers or, um, or the, to make up for the fees and stuff, but I will mark quite a bit up on Poshmark and I still make sales there. Now, granted, it is not my main platform. There's lots of different strategies for people. If it is their main platform, they do lives, they do all kinds of closet clearouts and all kinds of stuff. Um, but as an extra platform that I don't put a ton of time into, I mark up and I send offers and I, I do okay over there. We're at, at this moment, we're not speaking. I'm waiting for them to bring me roses, but, <laughs> but we'll see how it goes maybe next week. <laughs> so, and it's very much a social platform. Yes. I mean, they want you actively involved each day in their platform. And yeah. that can be very time consuming. Um, I found when I was doing it back before they started doing the bulk share part, I literally would be just rotely like a robot sharing items and my head bob like I was in a bad church sermon, you know, like can't keep <laughs> my eyes open. And I found it to be extremely painful and time consuming. I did not enjoy that part of it at all. Um, I don't like the social aspect of what they try to do there personally. I prefer to keep my social things on social media, but you know, so I don't know if y'all have any input on the social part of it and the expectations or, you know, those that are really, really uber successful on Poshmark, what you feel they are doing to be that successful, you know, how dedicated they are to that part. I mean, I think it requires, a, so I think it requires in order to be successful on Poshmark, uh, it's not a list it and, you know, forget it kind of mentality like we're used to uh, with eBay. And, you know, it's it's just a lot of, of tending, right? Like a lot of tending, a lot of sharing, a lot of um, sending offers, a lot. It's just, you know, it's it's just more involved. And, you know, I have to say, I've talked to sellers that really enjoy that social aspect of the selling and they right. enjoy doing the posh lives. And 
if that's if that's your thing, if you like the more so- social aspect of it, I think it would be a really good good choice for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and Poshmark is changing and evolving as well. So they have the lives, and that's their new thing, and trying to get on that bandwagon. But they're also they used to be just clothing and and footwear things like that, mm-hmm. and that's evolving too. I list every everything that I have on eBay as of yesterday is now also listed in Poshmark. Wow. I've sold as long as it's, I shouldn't say that. Okay. Shippable, shippable items. Minus like 20 items. Yeah. Because some of them are over, they have to be under uh, five pounds. So, but yeah, everything that is, that I could put on Poshmark is on Poshmark and I've sold glassware and things like that on there. As long as you are comfortable with shipping it, Mm -hmm. Uh, they are trying to change and and evolve to be Mm -hmm. an everything type platform. So it's, it's getting there. They're, they're making yep. some changes. And there's no local pickup. Um, just, just mm-hmm. said that. So larger item, you can ship up to what? 20 pounds, I think, but there's excessive. I think, I think 12 pounds is their limit. Cause I have had to oh, do okay. that, but yeah, but there are big, you have to excessive. make up that shipping gap. Yeah. yeah. It gets yeah. pricey. And with eBay, if you want to, you can ship a refrigerator. I mean, yeah. you can ship anything. It's crazy some of the videos I watch with people who do what we do and they find a stove and at a yard sale and decide to sell it on eBay and they're packing it up in their backyard and I'm like wow <laughs> I sold time. another kitchen sink this week did you, you and your kitchen I'm gonna sinks. talk about that on the May recap though yeah did Ooh, wow. everybody go tune into Cast that iron mm. baby yep I like it that's crazy um, all right, so that's Poshmark. Fairly easy as far as setup and shipping. However, some find it time-consuming. Um, so, you know, something to check out. Now, Samantha has just talked about she might this summer look into Etsy. Mm-hmm. And we have an Etsy. We tried Etsy early on when it first started. I had some uh-ohs, but I think Etsy's done a lot of growing since then, because that was right in the beginning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where shipping was really difficult. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah the, the shipping charges were, were hard to calculate. It's a little bit better now. It's a little bit better. Um, it's more in line with how eBay is. Uh, and now they only, on Etsy, you have to have handmade goods or, or vintage items, which is anything over... 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's specifically what you can list on there. Um, if you have handmade items and really cool, you generally have to fetch a higher price for those really cool retro items. So yeah. check yeah. out, you know, check out Etsy. If that's what your niche is, that may be where you want to be selling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Etsy for all of the artists, you know, that put mm-hmm. their items up there because I just am always so. I just adore and impressed with people who create their own beautiful items. And mm-hmm. so I love Etsy for that. And if you do customization and you're an online seller, that's where you want to be is probably where you would want to start is Etsy. Um, eBay does have options for customization, but um, you probably want to do, you probably want to get on Etsy. It's much more robust. You have many more options. You can work with the buyers if you are doing those customs. And it seems to work out really well for sellers there that do customs. I don't do customs, so uh, I can't really speak to that. 
I have purchased several for events I've done for family events, um, different things, hand carved wooden signs to, you know, paper signs to balloons or whatever, um, stickers to go in candy bags. And I have been impressed the whole way through. I've never as a shopper had issues. Like I say, early on when we were selling, I had some shipping issues, but not as a shopper. So as a shopper, I have had, I mean, it's fantastic. I love shopping on there. You can, you can get anything that you want because it's customizable. Um, I have had things that have showed up and they weren't what I thought that they would be, or they weren't as, I should say as described, not just what I thought, but they weren't as described. There was a totally different size than what I had ordered. And the, by the, uh, seller made it right and they they sent me another one and and it was really easy process from a, a buying point of view so nice yeah so there so you, go. you plan to list on etsy um my dad is one of my vendors um and he does hand carved goods and he's also a welder and oh, there's so many things that i could be selling for him that i just haven't ventured in yet so I want to get on Etsy and start with a couple of his things and then and then build that up. I like it. I like it. All right. Are we ready? Who's next? Who's got the next platform? Mercari? Mercari. Mercari. All right. You can take that one. I'm off Mercari. Uh, not my favorite platform. I find the shipping difficult. You can refute all of these as soon as I'm done. And then I'm not going to say another word. Uh, I find the shipping very difficult and glitchy and you can't list multiples and that for me is a i'm out which is funny because you guys do free shipping for conchi consignment right it no mm-hmm. oh you don't you do free you shipping okay. under a pound usually oh gotcha under 12 by 12 by 12 and under a pound everything else is calculated gotcha okay so i do calculated shipping um and it has been very glitchy on Mercari and they keep raising rates and I've been moving my things over to free shipping on Mercari and just raising the prices so I'm playing with that right now because Mm -hmm. I feel like every time we talk about Mercari I have a lower and lower (laughs) opinion about them um they've been really glitchy like they were great last year when I started on them for several months probably up until January or February of this year I was doing well. I was selling things that had been kind of stagnant on other platforms, like magazines and books and just things that I wasn't even expecting. They've done good at adding different things. Like now they have media mail and they have, uh, I think you can sell cards on there now and do the, just the 60 cent card rate for, for shipping oh, nice. those. Mm-hmm. So they are adding some things, but half the time I would sell something and it would, after it sold, it would say it was free shipping and I didn't have anything set to free shipping. So it was being weird anyways. Yeah. So I'm trying to go with it, raise my prices and go with free shipping. Cause I shouldn't have any shocks that way if something happens. Um, but they've been very glitchy They're The more I pull them up, like on my app or even on online, it's hard to get into things. You have to try several clicks or refresh the screen. And as I've said before, if I'm having those issues, then so are customers. And that is a big reason why I think that sales are down over there. It's just, it's so glitchy and people are getting frustrated with it. So I keep feeding the beast and I keep hoping that they're going to fix it because there's still a lot of chatter out there. There's still new users popping on and it seems like it's growing, but my sales are not. So 
I'm gonna try a couple things, but we'll see. It seems like it would be very difficult, if not impossible, to run a full-time reselling business on Mercari alone. Amen. Thing as an yes. add-on. Uh, when you have like a cross-lister, you can just easily, without taking it off other platforms or like as an addition, as a supplement. But, yes, so if I've I, never used it. My question would be, is what you're saying, Libby, to ask Samantha, I guess, since you have more, like, I know if I'm going to cross-list to Etsy, what kind of items, if you were going to use Macari the way you were saying, like, what do you, do you have a way to know what you would what would do better over there to take the time to put it over there? I'm putting everything over there, but if I didn't have, if I didn't have list perfectly to make it just a couple clicks. Now yeah. that being said, Mercari is very easy to list to. I, you put your title in, or in our case, you, you click the button for list perfectly and it populates it in there. Um, it's very similar. Their form is very similar to Poshmark, only they have category suggestions. So they will, you can just click a button and there's like six or eight categories and you can click which one it's very seldom that I actually have to go search for which category I want to put it in. Um, so I think it's pretty quick to list to it's only a few clicks. And okay. if I didn't have that though, and if I wasn't on like eBay and other platforms, I, I would be done with it. Gotcha. Just yeah. cause it's easy just to do it. I got you. It's easy to do it. And if I get a sale there every once in a while, like I've probably only had maybe one a week lately, so it's, it's there and it's, it's really hit or miss on what sells. I've sold plush. I've sold magazines. I've sold clothes. I've sold car parts. I've, I list everything over there. They do have a pretty much a category for anything or you select other and it still works. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. Next on the list, I'm going to go with Kittison. Who's used that? I have. Um, I the only thing I'm really gonna say about it is if you listen to, and I'll have to link this up, the seller community podcast, they do an interview with um the founders of Kitizen, the CEO, and their mission is so strong and so admirable. If you sell kids' clothing, maternity clothing, get over there check it out. Their mission is just keeping things out of landfills and, you know, really developing that circular economy to have a, um, like zero footprint, uh, shipping options. Like it is really, their mission is incredible, phenomenal. I do not specialize in kids clothes or maternity clothes. It's a very small part of my business. So I have not invested the time and energy uh, into that, but I have nothing, have heard nothing but wonderful things about it. I am just so respectful of their, or it's just admire their mission so much um, that if that's your niche, check it out, give it a shot. I think it sounds amazing. Yeah, I agree. I've heard nothing but wonderful. Th I know people that only sell on Kitizen, oh, um, or it's oh, their main wow. their main platform, and they do quite well on it. I do not accept children's clothing, so I have never tried it. But I haven't tried it either. <clears throat> but I'm glad Libby knew all that. That's good. <laughs> all right, give me another one. Come on. Well, I want to save. Um, I want to save Shopify until the end. Okay. Oh, I forget I to even like that. add them as a platform because it's it's kind of different than a platform. It's it, it's kind of like a different beast, really. Okay. But we'll we'll yeah. talk about that at the end. 
Um, yeah. um has anybody used marketplace that was that's oh. been my number two for years all right go but is it anymore. still yeah it's not my number two anymore um, oh, discuss amongst yourselves please but i've sold a ton on facebook marketplace i jumped on there i mean i've always sold in facebook groups i, I sold locally that was my thing even before i used ebay um, all about local sales and Facebook groups, but I had never truly like added a shipping marketplace item until I had talked to Libby last year and you encouraged me to do so because it was so great, which mm-hmm. it was for like a month. Yeah. And for everybody that I have talked to in the last couple months, it died right out. So they changed Several oh, way to go, Samantha. You broke it. I broke it. <laughs> it was me. I see yep. what happened now. You got on there and you broke it. Be forewarned that Etsy will break at the end of this summer because I will start on there as well. Flat <laughs> out to the world right now. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm kind of coming in like you can sell anything. You could do local pickup. You can do um, shippable goods on Facebook Marketplace. I've done it all, but my sales have like pretty much dried up on Facebook marketplace for the past six months, maybe even for, for quite a while. I rarely, I rarely ship anything. Um, But then again, when, when that started to dry up, I stopped taking the time to cross list. Uh, The only thing I cross list now are my local pickup items uh, to Facebook marketplace. So, so why don't you cross? So I still cross list and I, I mean, I still get a sale here and there, um, that it's a shippable marketplace sale. Mm-hmm. Um, why did you stop cross listing? Especially since I know you use list perfectly and it's just a few clicks. It's just a few clicks, but all that time adds up, you know, when you're talking about thousands of items, that time adds up and I have to consider the fact that it most likely will sell on eBay. Mm-hmm. And then not only am I listing it on another marketplace and managing that listing, but when it sells on eBay, then I have to go and delete it and adjust my inventory. And so, yeah, it is, you're right. It is easy. It's only a couple clicks, but for me, it hasn't been worth the time I've had to invest in managing all of that. Okay. So I've done really well with I'll list it to marketplace. And then at the, the very last page before you finish the listing is sharing it to local groups. Mm-hmm. And I ha- it lists all the groups that you're used to, uh, that you're in locally. And then I think, I think you can even set like a, a group itself. So if I picked like six of those that I normally, I can just do one click. Mm-hmm. I need to do, I need to do that. I need to set that up, but I will share to my normal, like, I think there's 11 groups that I share too. And I've had a lot of sales that way. I had another international sale where a Canadian, I actually thought it was a scam. And I had my husband come with me and meet this person in a very public place in daylight because I I definitely thought this, I didn't think the person was going to show up. And then I was really worried that they were going to show up and it was going to be weird. And it worked out great. They paid $100 for the painting or the photograph that I had posted. And um, it worked out great, but... Yeah, I I get most of my sales on Facebook from listing it in Marketplace, but then sharing it to groups. So I used to do that very consistently, and I got in trouble. Oh, really? Groups didn't like that I was sharing too many items. Or I remember remember exactly what it was that got me in trouble. I had three, well, I only shared three 
Audubon prints. Yes, Molly. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about those earlier today. We were. But, um, and I did that and I shared them to the group. And then all of a sudden I was banned from posting in any groups on Facebook uh, for, I don't know what it was, a week, two weeks. And I thought, that's ah, really not worth it. Like I can't. Got put in Facebook jail. Got so <laughs> I have had the opposite issue. I have had where, because Facebook just glitches and there's nobody to help you. So that is a downside to Facebook. Um, I run a garage sale group, an auction group, a fitness group. I run a lot of groups. And um, the auction group is a buy sell and I didn't have the buy sell button anymore. I could post a discussion, but I couldn't post a buy sell mm. thing in there. And the way I fixed it, and I have, I have referred other people to do this because this happens quite a bit where that it just goes away. And sometimes it's back in a week. Sometimes it's back in a year. There's a lot of Reddit forums out there about it. It's it's not fun. And again, there's nobody on Facebook to contact and, and try to fix it. Right. Um, I went into list perfectly and did a Facebook marketplace one and it let me share to that, to my auction group. And I did a couple of them and then my option came back and I could do it from the app again and make it work. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. So I had to, I had to cross post to get it to fix the glitch. (laughs) Wow. And it is glitchy. It's it so is, there are a lot of glitches with with Facebook Marketplace. So you know, just let's be real. There are a lot of glitches with Facebook. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's there's there. a lot. So you know, don't go. I I would say my advice is don't go on there with high end items and start like going gangbusters because there are a lot of glitches. There is really no customer service support. If something goes wrong with your order, you know, you might be out that money. So just, you know, take that into. Now listing, listing in marketplace, as opposed to just putting an item out there and sharing on your page or something, listing it in the marketplace is better for scams though because so many people will message you and want you to pay you this way pay you that way do this Mm -hmm. do that Mm -hmm. you can say well if you just click right on the item you can check out and it'll it'll do the shipping or the pickup or whatever and they pay there and that helps deter of is this real or is it not because there's so many different scams on there yeah i think we should do a whole episode on scams right scam has got a scam yeah like them because they do, they also do get better with time. The more you use a platform, the yeah. less, the less you get them. And I think they scare people at first on, on, on eBay as well. Mm-hmm. We, we've had a couple in our community where they say, yeah, I got my first cha-ching and they get their first sale. And then it turns out that it's a scam. Oh, we've had some crazy ones back in the day. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hey, scams. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to do an episode on the I'm already making my mental list of stories to share. I'm ready. Ooh, yeah. This can be fun. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we have before we move into Shopify? Are we missing anything? I feel like we've done. I mean, whatnot. We can talk about whatnot. Oh, yeah. Whatnot. Uh, live yeah. selling platform. Sorry about uh, that. Yeah. Whatnot. So I've done that. I mean, actually, just how about I just link up the video in the show notes for whatnot? Because okay. I kind of did a, a recap on on whatnot and why it doesn't work for me, but that may be why it does work for you. So it's pretty much a live selling auction format platform. They're adding new things. Um, and 
it may be for you. It's it's very interesting. It's very fun. Uh, not for me, but uh, it might be for you. Now, live selling beans that I've never tried whatnot, but you should also link up our recent conversations with comments sold because Facebook, you do live selling on Facebook and yeah. that's kind of like a separate platform. It's a totally different way of doing it on there. Right. So, um, I mean, platform. So we use comment sold and I'll link up the video. You can check that out, but we do live selling and we also do selling. We have our own app, which you can too. Um, it's actually way more accessible than you would think. Um, but, uh, through the app, you can go do live Facebook sales, Instagram sales. They've added TikTok. You can do it in your app. So there's all those other type platforms that aren't maybe like a, I would call it our own platform, much like right. Shopify would be, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. sure how to classify that. <laughs> well, I would say that is because we we manage how, where, who it gets shared to, right? Mm -hmm. Shopify. Mm -hmm. It's like a platform right. aid. A platform <laughs> aid. Okay. Platform aid. Okay. Delicious. <laughs> nutritious <laughs> let me have us all mm. okay Woo. <laughs> all right so let's talk about all right we got we got amazon out there right um amazon's like a totally different beast it is hard to use in our line of work with consignment selling um because a lot of it you would fulfill or you would send to the warehouse, like fulfilled by Amazon, FBA, uh, or you would do merchant fulfilled, much like we do eBay and keep the inventory on hand. That is a whole different beast. We could probably do like 10 episodes on it. Um, but, you know, there are a million people out there that teach it and teach it very well. So mm -hmm. we're going to kind of stay away from that. Um, I've done it. If you have questions about getting into it, feel free, put them in the community. Let us know. I'd be happy to uh, answer them for you. But yeah. Mm -hmm. well, that's very gracious of you. Uh, have you tried grilled? That was yeah. the one I could, forgot. Yeah. I have not. Libby, do yeah, I've sold a couple of things on grilled, and their yeah. focus is more streetwear, right? Is yeah. there streetwear? Is mm -hmm. that still what they focus on? I mean, I know so many start one way, and it's been a while since I've used it and looked at it. But uh, you know, sneakers, a lot of menswear. That's what I was putting over there when I was cross listing to grilled. I liked it. Okay. And that for me, that that says a lot because I don't right. <laughs> She's picky, y'all. I, I don't know if y'all picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> and put it like depop. Oh, depop. So grailed and depop, I have heard from both. They're not, they're not the types of places where that's gonna be your everything. You're that's not gonna be your main platform. Even people that list hundreds and thousands of items over there are shocked when they get a sale they're like oh oh this actually came through oh, so really? it's it's an added extra but it's, it's a unless, supplemental program it's supplemental. with your platform aid right? yes supplemental yes supplemental okay and that's like like hipster streetwear like young funky all of that good stuff right so like a reseller, like pharmaceutical line or something, which it, <laughs> right? goes, it goes in your reseller toolbox fanny pack and yeah. you just take, you just take them out as little, little extra available. 
on consignment at the eBay store with your <laughs> fanny pack for sourcing. Yeah. Throw that out there. <laughs> Disclaimer that we don't actually sell any pharmaceutical items. <laughs> but we got something you can carry it in. We might need them, but we don't sell them. <laughs> oh, I got my phone form aid and I'm good to go. This is getting a little <laughs> twisted. All right, shop. I think we've hit them all. I think that's a, a bra. Anything there's there's so many others out there, but anything else is truly just a a very niched category or a, a an aid that you would only get a sale here or there on. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's right, so let's it. let's just briefly say why we're saying like Shopify is not really a platform. It would be like a, a tool you would use, right? You could use it. I consider almost like the back end, like you could use it for your website and there's the whole checkout and point of sale and you, you're all set. Um, yeah. So I think the difference is the platforms we discussed have audiences. They come with audiences that are already going to those websites and looking at things. Shopify is a platform that you build and then you have to drive your audience there. Mm -hmm. All right. So from the first time we talked about platforms, what was it? Two years, at least two years ago, uh, there was this whole drive in the reseller community that you wanted a Shopify store. You want it your own website. You want it. And, and I was like, hold up guys. Do you realize how much money and time and effort you have to spend to drive your own traffic. There was this whole big push. That's what everybody was pushing for. Everybody wanted. And now things are coming back around where people are realizing, hey, wait, you know, is it worth it to do all this traffic, you know, to be driving all this traffic when I can sell on eBay and have an audience? Well, you can do both. You can use Shopify as like, I use it as the for the back end of my website and our live selling and things like that. But I'm really not driving any traffic. I I'm using eBay and I'm using their audience to bring me traffic. So mm-hmm. um, I guess that's a difference. So I as selling online, like on Facebook and selling locally. I do drive traffic to my website. I send 10 to 20 messages a day saying anything you want to add on to your order just look at my website and let me know what you're interested in I sent out things today because now I'm doing local pickups like I have to people aren't coming to my porch anymore I have to drive to a parking lot and actually meet people um which we will talk about in our May monthly meeting that you guys can go and watch but um I sent out a thing saying you know 15% off for anybody that is meeting me locally. And I just message those people like, Hey, you won this auction. Mm -hmm. I'll meet you at 4 PM on Tuesday. And if you look at my website, I'll give you 15% off anything on the website. If you want to add it onto your order. And even without the 15% off, I get a lot, a lot of traffic that way. I'm, I'm sending them over there. And Mm -hmm. then when you throw a discount on top of that, which is the same as if I were paying platform fees for somewhere else. Right. So it's the same. I'm coming out to the same thing. So I've had a lot of, I had a whole trunk full yesterday when I met people and I have a pile today to take to people as well. So it's, it's working well and I'm making the best out of having to put pants on and go meet these people in person. (laughs) In the snow. In the snow. Uphill. (laughs) Yeah. So um, you have a, 
a unique kind of business. And I think a lot of brick and mortars might identify brick and mortar sellers would identify with that and be able to more easily, uh, Molly, I see you looking at your watch, uh, drive traffic to your website. (laughs) I was looking at an itch. Oh, thank you very I much. I would have to do this to get it to turn <laughs> on. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'm cut off here. Yeah. We gotta go, um, y'all. You can drive tra- <laughs> if you're gonna be able to drive traffic to your website, like with a brick and mortar or things like that. But consider that if you're thinking about Shopify, it's not gonna come with an audience. You're gonna be responsible for all that. So yeah. Yeah. Get ready to market. I do get occasional random <laughs> sales. My husband actually asked what the cha-ching sound was the other day because I, and I said, that was a Shopify sale. And he's like, we have, you haven't even been messaging anybody. And I'm like, no, that one I'm shipping. He, wow. was, he was just as shocked as I was. It does happen, but the majority of the traffic you are going to send there and it's going to be a way to get them in your shop or add on items or things like that. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Y'all, we have just covered every major platform aid supplement that we could come up with, I think, right? Yeah. We did good. We've got a lot of links, y'all, that we are linking up from previous episodes because, and we have done this, like we say, like a year ago, but this is the updated version. So, you know. But all of our little things that go with this, all of our other episodes that may have more information, Libby will link them up down below. Yep. Do we have any announcements we need to make? I think we might have made them all last week. We were like announcement happy. We're going on a cruise. I got one, y'all. Before we go, I'm going to give you one more before we toast our little cups. Summer Listapalooza. Oh, yeah. Dates are coming. We are doing the Summer Listapalooza again. We have... June set for the 8th through the 11th, 8th through the 11th, I believe, starting on a Thursday, going into that Saturday. Yeah, 8th through the 11th is our June dates. Those are already set. We'll be ready to go with our summer list of Palooza to get that summer slowdown picked up. Um, we will have some other dates coming in the future. So Stay a part of our Facebook community because that's where you're going to find out first about it. So make sure you're in there active. Be with us. What am I missing? Anything else? Subscribe, like, ding the bell. All that stuff. All that stuff. (laughs) All right, friends. Until next time. Cheers. 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 Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Samantha, the ladies of Consignment Chats as we build a resourceful community of collaborative resellers. Find all the ways to connect with us on consignmentchats.com. Episodes are available on YouTube and anywhere you get your podcasts. In addition, join our free private Facebook community.